back to the Terry Summers podcast. I thank you for coming along with me. Today, I have actually transitioned into whole numbers. This is episode number one. And if you recall, last week I shared that I was saving episode number one for a very dear friend that I wanted to celebrate. Someone who has rooted for me. Someone who has been uh, an inspiration, not to mention just a really good friend. I met my friend uh, when he was 18 years old and I was 28. We're 10 years uh, difference in our age. And we have been friends now for six years. <laughs> yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm six good years. Okay, uh, so let's move on. Um, my friend, his name is Brian Cole, and I really don't want to dilly-dally anymore. Um, I know that you will love him and see why he is so special to me. So here we go. Here's Brian. And we're recording. Is Brian on the other end of this line? Yes, he is. <laughs> oh my goodness, I just... <laughs> I just wet myself. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure I just wet on myself. Brian. Terry. Can you believe this? First of all, I will tell you that I did talk to my audience a little bit about you. I didn't say anything bad. Um, but so they kind of know a little bit already who you are. But can you believe this? I probably just made the sound go crazy when I hollered, but <laughs> I, how long have you been counting? How long have I been talking about doing a podcast? <laughs> well, I just first want to say congratulations because I know this has been a long time coming. Um, and I just feel like God has given you a voice for, uh, inspiring people and entertaining people and I know having known you so long um, I really feel like this is is your wheelhouse this is where you're meant to be and really all you have really needed is the right platform to showcase your gifts and I really feel like podcasting is that platform and it's just um, I feel like it's a natural for you so I'm just really excited for you and I um, so thrilled for you and thank you for saving me for your first episode official episode <laughs> <laughs> okay well thank you Brian that's all we need to say right there because I'm like a full of snot and bawling <laughs> my eyes out um, so see people that's Brian and that is who I have had in my corner for, I'll just have to tell the truth. It's been decades. Um, I, uh, I hate saying decades because that makes me 
well, old, and um, and Brian, older than the youthful man he appears. Um, but we really have been at this friendship thing for for decades. And Brian, I I indicated to the audience that you are a gifted person and that you have a lot to you. And uh, I I know you well because we have been through a lot together. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I wanted to ask you uh, who you say you are. Like, for instance, if you had to, because you're so creative and you do um, a number of different things, and we'll touch on all those as you want to express them, but in creating copy for me, for others, uh, the stuff that you do that you're hired out for, not to mention just um, your your full-time job and that's in that field. If you had to create a, let's say, 30-second spot for yourself, what would you say about who you are in that spot? Well... Um, and you are putting me on the spot because, as you know, I'm, I might be the most introverted person in the world. Yeah, and, okay. And I, and I don't really like talking about myself, but you Okay, do, you, well, bye. You, I'll catch you later. <laughs> but no, Thank you, Brian. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, just, I'll just describe you um, in detail after we get a, I, I'm playing with you, as you know. But, and, and I know that. That's why this is so big. It's not just yeah. big because Terry Summers finally jumped off the, di- dove off the diving board into a podcast that she's been talking about for a long time. But it's big because you're willing to do this. And right. I do know that you are so introverted. And actually, it's your introvertedness, I don't know if that's a word, that kind of made me um, fight for understanding that I, too, am introverted. And I know that you probably, did you pass out? Wake up. Are you there? Um, <laughs> I'm no, back. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I, you know, I am someone who, uh, I think there's something called ambiverts, like ambidextrous, like that I do have an extroverted portion or side to me, but I do believe that it, I, that, that is something I learned, that I, it was nurtured in me, but I, um, I do believe I'm introverted. So I do, I recognize your introverted um, self and I honor your introverted self, but you, you better start answering my question. <laughs> that was just, that was just the lead in. So. Okay. Gotcha. But, but no, uh, ever since we met and you, you know, um, I was very like in my shell and through all of the stuff we would do at the church and the, um, drama and, and all that, that really brought me out of my shell. And um, I was much more extroverted for a while. And, and, you know, that's, that always, you always draw that out of me, which mm-hmm. is a good thing um, because it's not good to be isolated and in, in, in your own little world for too long. But um, no, if I had to, to describe who I am, um, first and foremost, um, a Christ follower 
and a dad and a husband. And I love my family and my girls. My, I have two teenage daughters now um, that are going into high school this fall, both of them. <laughs> so, um, and as far as, as being creative, I, I do kind of feel like most people um, grasp onto a quality of God that they can identify with. And I think for me and, and probably you too, um, that characteristic of God would be creativity and, and as a creator. Wow. Um, yes. So when we create things, um, in a way we connect with God because he's a creator. Um, and I've always loved creating things since I was a boy, um, building things, um, Legos out of blocks. Just I would go visit a store and then I'd have to rebuild it and recreate it just because yeah, that, that's who I am. I love creating. Um, and then as the computer um, became the main way to create things um, in the 90s, um, that's what I would use. And so um, design and layout um, became a natural thing for me because I have a, a visual eye and I love um, designing things. So um, graphic design is my profession um, and I do everything from print design to uh, websites to everything you could think of visually, like video editing. Um, I've done a lot of that for you, which has been fun. And then also another aspect of me is a writer. Um, I love to write. I love to create characters and form uh, stories and just um, share myself that way. And it's an outlet for me to be able to write and create worlds and characters. And um, I have written a couple books and um, we'll probably talk about that as well. Um, I love it. It's if, if I didn't have the, the visual eye, I'd probably be a full-time writer. So, mm -hmm. so that's, that, that's, that was going to be one of my questions. And since you kind of opened the door to it, um, out of all the things that you do, because, and you're also, uh, you have um, the ability to draw and paint and create because I've seen some of your stuff and which doing something on a computer is one thing, but actually being able to manip manipulate um, with your hands and that and the mediums that come with that, that is something you do as well. But in what you're speaking of, in what you're speaking of, is there one that does kind of head lead the pack? I mean, I know you, you, I'll let you answer that. As far as, as what I like to do best? Yes. Mm -hmm. Really? And that's been kind of my issue for a long time is, um, I, I get bored if I'm doing one thing for too long. So if I've been building websites nonstop for a few months, um, I'll want to change courses and I'll maybe want to write for a while. And then for some reason I'm drawn to another, um, form of creativity and I'll, I've made iPhone games and just, you name it. I want to try it as far as, um, creating. So, um, I wouldn't say there's one thing that is my absolute favorite, um, or that I'm drawn to the most because there's just so many things. And, and sometimes I'll get frustrated with God. Like, why did you give me so many 
things to be interested in? Why am I, I feel like I'm too creative. Like I can't focus sometimes. And I know there's a lot of creatives out there that are the same way that. Oh yeah. I mean, totally for, for me as well. I think that's the plight of, uh, of, of most creative people. Don't you? Oh yeah. Yeah. It's stick, sticking with one thing for a long time. And if it's a passion, I know that there are painters that all they do is paint and there are um, actors and all they do is act. And for me, it's just, um, there's a lot of different things that I'm interested in and, and that um, I'm drawn to. So, yeah. <laughs> so creatively, what challenges your creative self? Like me, and I don't mean challenge necessarily in a good way. What I mean by that, though, I do think challenges hone us and what, what interrupts, what hurdles do you have to get over as a creative person? Or what's the thing that just gets you that might stall out something that you're trying to do creatively? Um, that's a good one because, um, I'll be in the zone creatively, like, and a lot of, I know a lot of artists are like this where they'll be working on something and they're in a zone. <laughs> um, and if there's any distractions, they, they just can't handle that. Um, so I, I will be in a zone a lot of the times. And when there's, um, things going on in my life that take me out of that, mm -hmm. um, it's, it's got frustrates me and it puts me in a place where I'm like resentful sometimes of the other things in my life that are taking me away from my creativity. And I don't see that as a good thing. I think um, we need to have a balanced life and family is most important to me. And um, I feel like balance is everything. So if I can balance family life with my creative life, um, then I feel like I'm in a good spot. But if one is stronger than the other, uh, there's unrest inside of me, if that makes sense. Yeah, it totally makes sense. But I, I, what I hear, and not that it matters what I am, what I think necessarily, uh, necessarily, um, but what I hear is that that, that um, rise of resentment basically testifies to the fact that creativity is so vital to you otherwise you wouldn't have that reaction you know which says mm. so much and it is a confirmation of who i know you to be and just the amazing creative person that you are so mm -hmm. i so it make it makes absolute sense and in the same way that if something was pulling you from your family i'm sure don't you agree that you would have uh, a similar resentful reaction if something was keeping you from that Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> go so, ahead. Yeah. Who is your best self? My best self. Can you Who explain? is that guy? So tell me, like you mentioned balancing. Tell me what that looks like in the best way. Like what or I can even change that a little bit. What inspires your best self? Um, um, I would be honest and just say, um, talking with people like you, other, um, creatives that, um, just get me, you know, that understand what it's like to 
want to create and write and make things. Um, and, and like I said, when I'm in tune with my creator, um, when I'm um, actively seeking him and praying, um, that inspires me um, because I know that I'm drawing on him and the gifts that he's given me to, um, to honor him. So, so that's what I try to do. Uh, and I know I'm not always successful at that. I'm not always consistent with it like I should be. And um, so I feel like when I'm not in tune with my creator, um, I can't be my best self. Yeah. So that's, that's what I, I strive for. And I fail a lot. I know a lot of people do. Um, but that's always where my eyes need to go back to. So. And when you say need to go back to, why would you say they need to go back there? Because he is the source of life. He's what um, gives life. Um, and if we're not connected to the vine, which is Christ, then um, we really can't be who we are created to be. And I feel like there's a reason we're all here. There's a reason we have the gifts that we're given. And I want to use my gifts to honor God. I want to use my gifts to help others. And um, that's what I feel like I need to do. And when, I, when I'm doing my day job, when I'm not um, really using my gifts um, in that capacity for God necessarily, um, I feel disconnected. And so when I use my gifts for him, it's a way of connecting to him. And when you say using them for him, you mean directly oh, how, to explain that. Um, well, I've done a lot of, I have a lot of clients through my freelance business where I will um, do stuff for churches and ministries, um, nonprofits. Um, and to me, that is my ministry. That is how I, um, you know, fulfill my calling. Mm. Um, so, and I know using my gifts to build websites or design um, brochures or whatever a client needs is ultimately helping them. Um, but I feel like doing the work of God and, and ministry work is something that will always be a part of me, even yeah. if I not do it full time, you know. Absolutely. While we're on that, is there a way, and I'm, as you know, <laughs> ignorant is my middle name when it comes to technology, but um, is there a way that we can let people know where to find you? Because folks, I'm just going to say, and I'm, I will, you'll hear it from me again and again, probably, because Brian is just a genius and his work is excellent and he is creative off the charts, and he gets people. He, he has a sensitive heart and a sensitive spirit, and he just picks up and quickly learns who you are in a way that would be reflected in the work that he did for you or for others. Is there a way, Brian, that we can make sure people know how to get to you and like look at your stuff and check you out and all of that? It's um, all on my website, which is Brian Cole. B-R-I-A-N-C-O-L-E dot pro. It's dot, not dot com. Someone already had that one, but it's dot pro, P-R-O. Gotcha. Brian Cole, 
dot pro. Right. Perfect. Well, I'm going to encourage folks um, after we're done here to really go check you out and, and give a few more thoughts that way. But while I have you, because we still have some time here, um, and I think I, I mean, actually, I don't know that I know the answer to this question. So I'm, I, I won't try to color it, but if I could, or we could, or someone could remove all barriers, all constraints, what project would you jump into right now and take on? Not, no hesitations, no if I had, just right now, actually, when we say goodbye, what would you say, whoa, all barriers and have been removed and this is what I'm going to do. What would you jump into? Well, immediately, um, what came into my mind was writing. Um, there's nothing that gives me a thrill and a rush quite like writing. Um, and I have a few ideas for new books in my head that I would love to get out. And um, probably I would start outlining another book <laughs> um, and trying to get another book done. So. Are you yeah. in the middle of a book right now writing? Um, I want to say yes, but to be honest with all the coronavirus stuff that's hit, I've been too busy with client work. Um, mm -hmm. So I haven't really been able to write as much as I want to. Um, and it feels like there's just, it's been distraction after distraction when it comes to writing. So I just haven't, um, you know, pulled up the keyboard to write. Um, so as soon as I can again, and I have some more time, I'm definitely going to to be writing again. And it, so if you were to be known for, which you already are in many ways, but if you were to be known for um, your creative gifts, is writing then what you would want to be known for? Um, ultimately, yeah, that'd be cool. Um, I'd love if, you know, I could be a full-time writer and make a living at it. Um, that was, that is definitely what I would do. Um, so even if it was writing for television or writing for movies, that'd be cool right. too. Love, right. love stories and I love creating stories and creating worlds and characters. And it's just, there really is nothing quite like it. So what, what rivals your creativity? What rivals it as far as like what, what, what's, What's right up there with it that pulls you? I know, I mean, I have some guesses, but um, is there anything that you desire or crave more than being creative or seeking your creativity uh, to come to life in your life? <laughs> Honestly, the only thing that could possibly rival my creativity and who I feel I am as a person would be just watching my girls grow up and, and, um, you know, seeing what God is going to do through them. So I wouldn't say it's a rival so much as just, um, a companion mm. feeling that I have, um, as I'm creative, I love seeing their creativity and how, um, my gifts have been passed on to them 
And so that's just really cool to see their, what they're doing with their technology and their generation growing up and the tools that they have that I didn't have when I was their age that they can do even more. Um, so I'm just excited to see what God's going to do through them. That's so cool. And there's there, and I've watched them grow up and there's a great story behind all of that. I'm sure I'll have you back on again, but, um, and we can talk about that, some of the categories of your life um, more thoroughly, but they're just beautiful. And they're such a reflection, particularly, I mean, not particularly, but outwardly um, of you and Sean Marie, your wife, Sean Marie. And that just is something, you know, I don't have children, but it is a thrill to just simply, you know, see the pictures that you share and what have you and see the resemblance. I mean, it's just so cool. I know that's the deal with kids. They usually look like <laughs> that, but it feels really special to me because you're so special to me um, to see that reflected in them. You know, I'll see one of them in a picture and I think, gosh, she looks like Brian. And then I see the other one. No, that she, she looks like Brian. Wait, that's Sean Marie. It's just this interesting combination that's reflected in both of them. And so um, I can only imagine that what you've answered being spot on and true. Mm -hmm. We talked about uh, writing and we, um, one of the things that, helped make this um, podcast happen for me as I shared in the last episode, I think it was point five, is that I started this thing the beginning of the year where I wanted to make sure that my dishes were done. You know, you, you know that mm -hmm. deal. And it, and it kind of came to me that even though through the simplicity of that, it was um, the momentum of continuing daily to do something that had a payoff for me I really do believe created a pathway for me to take on the podcast, but there was something that followed the dishes that I didn't talk about. And that was something that I did for you, with you, alongside you. And that was voice uh, one of your books. Do you want to talk about that? That happened this year and that was huge. If you recall, yeah. it not unlike the emotional response I had when I pressed record and you were on the other end um, for this episode, I called you when I finished it and um, bawled my eyes out. Yes, I'm a crybaby. You hear <laughs> that, people? I'm a crybaby. Okay. Um, so let's talk about the book because. It is, <laughs> it, it is a great book. Go, Brian, tell us. <laughs> well, thank you. And um, here's a book that I wrote. It almost wrote itself, and I finished it a couple years ago. Um, but I just had this idea in my head um, about two completely different families. One um, more wealthy and kind of snobbish, and then one that was very poor and um, uh, dirty and just didn't really care so much about the high life. Um, but because they happen to be neighbors, there would be a lot of drama that ensues. <laughs> um, and I really wanted to write a book that was funny, because I think 
I'm more naturally geared to humor and making people laugh and just subtle jokes and puns. Um, but I love what, what happened in, in that it just wrote itself because these characters just came to life for me. Um, the, the book focuses on eight characters, um, four in each family that have interactions and they um, provoke one another and they, at the same time, they need one another in order to um, get through life. Um, and they don't realize it, but they do need each other, um, even though they're so different. I think that's, that's what I loved seeing happen, um, that these families, despite their differences, they found common ground and they ended up loving one another. Um, and I think what a perfect story for today <laughs> and, and all the differences that we have as humans. And um, there is common ground to be found. We don't have to be at each other's throats all the time. Um, but I knew that this is something that needed to be shared bigger than in book form. And I, I, I kind of wrote it with like a sitcom in mind. It almost has that feel where it's episodic and um, you could see these characters on TV. I, totally. I wanted to be that kind of vivid. Um, so I asked you to do the audiobook narration for me because, and I realized I still can't imagine anybody else voicing these characters but you because you have a gift for voices. You have, um, you're an awesome actress and you do a lot of voiceover work. And I knew you could bring these characters to life and you really did. And it really turned out awesome. And, and I'm just now, um, unfortunately, I haven't been able to work on the editing of the, the audio because of how busy I've been. Um, but I really can't wait for people to hear it because they're gonna love what you did with the characters. Uh, well, you know what? my friend. I can't wait for them to hear it either. And I thank you. It was such a fun process. And it was part of my journey. Like, I'm not going to forget um, that time. I had such an energy of coming into my office, into my little recording studio, if you will, and working on it it was such a joyful experience and I won't, I don't want to give anything away, but the book just, um, it meets like a good need, you know, like a need for some good, good mm -hmm. humor, good story. Um, a good time to kind of reflect and think about ourselves, but I had a ball and I think that we for sure need to commit to coming back and have it once you get done what you need to get done. And, you know, um, this world is just, it's like rocked us. And I know in your field and your job, you got slammed with a lot of stuff. And um, once some of that settles and you can get back to it, I know that it will happen and we'll come together and we'll talk about the release of it. But it is um, a highlight for me of this year. And I thank you so much for the opportunity. And then having completed that, um, I know it opened the door for me to, 
to set out, took me a while, um, but to set out and launch the podcast. So you're mm-hmm. woven through the very fabric of me, not to sound like a commercial, but you really are in so many ways, Brian, and you're just a beautiful person and a fun guy, a fun guy and <laughs> a great sense of humor. And I, I just won the lottery, I guess, when I uh, started a friendship with you. I do have a question about your salad eating habits. Um, I don't know that I uh, have ever been able to understand it. Do you remember the days that we went to Sweet Tomatoes for lunch? (laughs) Yes. And you know, when you folks, when you go to Sweet Tomatoes, which we have to mourn that, I don't think we'll ever see the days of a Sweet Tomatoes again, but that you have this array of selection of vegetables and things that you can put on your salad and salad dressings. Uh, Sweet Tomatoes has such a collection of salad dressings, and I think I just about broke my neck the first time that I went with you there and I saw you zip right past the salad dressing. What? What? What's going on? Did you bring your own special mixture in a jar or, and you do not eat, use salad dressing on your salad? No, uh, there's a, there's a club of um, dry salad eaters. Oh, there is not. (laughs) All four of you? (laughs) Yeah, all four of us. No, seriously, there is. No, I'm kidding. But (laughs) no. (laughs) Okay, I put off that. I don't. I. I. Everyone looks at me like I'm. I'm weird. But no, I don't put dressing on my salad. I. I have ordered. uh, One time we were at a restaurant with my family, and I. I said, the the waitress said, "Um, "What kind of dressing do you want in your salad?" I said Italian, and I actually let her bring me a, a dressing. Uh, Italian dressing on my salad and tried a few bites and it just couldn't eat it. <laughs> I can't do dressing and I, I don't know why I'm a freak. Is it a texture thing or what? I don't know. I guess I've just always been used to salad without dressing. So when I put it on, it just, I just can't do it. I don't know. I'm weird. I don't know. I think I'm going to have to have counseling over it because I love everything else. I just, I have not been able to get my mind around that, but I'll let you have that because I mean, everybody needs a little something that we raise our brow over. Um, <laughs> that's going to be it for you. Um, is there, is there anything that you would like to change about yourself? Um, I wish I was 20 years younger. Bingo. <laughs> Hello. No, not, to be honest. I'm being bingo for me, but yeah, yeah, I got <laughs> you. Okay. To be honest, um, no, I mean, I mean I, I'm blessed. I'm, uh, I'm healthy. Uh, my family's healthy. Um, I'm enjoying the gifts God's given me, so other than maybe more downtime to be able to write, (laughs) but that's not something I would change in myself. That's just my circumstances. Um, No, I mean, I I feel blessed and, and I'm just grateful for, um, for life and what, what I'm able to do um, with these gifts. So 
Well, I'm so glad to hear you say that. Um, I struggle a lot with thinking of things to change for myself, but when I think of you, I wouldn't want you to, um, to change a thing. And, and I'm not in your head and I don't know, you know, what your daily thoughts are of your own person, but you're just a, a really great, lovely, smart, creative, kind, and, and so patient. And I appreciate that. I haven't always um, had, and I don't mean a wah, wah, but I, I haven't always had um, patient people necessarily in my life. There's been an urgency often and a hot to itness in my, in my growing up years. And you've offered me such a um, calm and patient place to, to, to fall and to really be myself. Even sometimes I kind of hold my breath, not always expecting you to be as patient as you are, and you're always patient. <laughs> um, where does that come from? <laughs> it's funny you say that because I, I don't feel like I'm a patient person. And ask my family, <laughs> ask my girls, they'll, they'll be like, what are you talking about? Seriously? <laughs> no, it depends on what I'm doing at the moment. But um, no, I honestly don't feel like a very patient person. And, and it could just be that um, in my in creative mode, which is normally the mode I'm in when I'm talking to you, maybe I'm more patient in that mode. <laughs> Got it. But, that makes but, sense. But, um, and, I, and I will say this, I feel like, because you, you said all those kind things about me, I feel the same about you. And I feel like you, in many ways, are my creative counterpart, if that makes sense. Oh my goodness, I'm going to write that down. I think I need <laughs> something on my desk that says that. We just have, and, and you know, we've, we've had a, a creative connection for a long, long time. And there are, I don't think there's any project that you've been a part of that I haven't been um, um, somehow involved with or um, made aware of that I haven't cheered you on. And um, I've just, you're um you're just you're a gift to me mm. and being able to bounce ideas off of you and get your feedback on things that i'm working on and having you support me the way that you do means means everything so i thank you for that well it's about time you started talking about me we've been at this for about 45 minutes so i thank you so much <laughs> I was saving the best <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding, my friend. I can't really even be sarcastic with you because I love you so much. But um, Brian, you just hit it out of the park. You are just you today, and that's what I hoped for and prayed for. And I know you'll be back again. I know it'll be painful, but I'll coach you to come over <laughs> here again. Um, we want to hear from you. And uh, I just, I thank you for the generosity and for sharing your heart and sharing who you are with me over all these years, but also now with, um, the listeners of this podcast. And it'll just be an interesting journey that I know that you'll be a part of 
as we see what unfolds here in this podcast, but also an interesting journey to see what unfold what unfolds for you. And I'll make sure that we stay in touch with that. But I um, I know that it's a Saturday and you have time that you can just maybe kick your feet up and maybe do some writing or something that brings you joy. So I'm going to bring this to a close, but um, I appreciate you so much. And you are, you are my friend and I'm so grateful. Thank you, Terry. All right, Brian, until we meet again, you'll probably have to help me with getting this episode up. So it'll be shortly. (laughs) I'll help you. (laughs) That's what he always says. I'll help you. Oh, I love it. Thanks, Brian. Thanks, Terry. Hang on the line until I stop recording so I can just say, give you a, a, a little more goodbye. Okay. Just a second. Okay. You know, it just doesn't get any better than that. Sharing with a good friend, exchanging is just at the top of my list. Whether I press a record button or not, I love having exchanges with those people that I'm in friendships with. And it's a rich time for me. And I hope as you listened in that you enjoyed it as well. Um, I, I appreciate Brian on so many levels, but I think that after today, he moved me when he said that there wasn't really anything that he would change about himself. And oh my goodness, is that not the most beautiful thing to hear from someone? I don't know about you, but I spend so much time in my head and in my heart going over the things that I wish were different about me, that I see as being broken pieces. And not that there's anything wrong with broken pieces because we all have broken pieces. I bet Brian would agree that he did too. But to be in a place where we can say, I'm okay with that. Not only am I just okay, I wouldn't really change it. That doesn't mean that we can't grow and that we can't pursue wholeness in areas where we long for it in where wholeness may have been absent for a season in our life. But to be able to make a statement like that was powerful. And I hope it resonates with you too. That as we take these next days in such an uncertain time, that we are really the only vessel that we're moving through time in. And how about moving through life really being okay with ourselves. That's, that is super cool. I want to make sure, I know you may have gotten a chance to catch his website, but it's Brian, B-R-I-A-N, Cole, C-O-L-E, dot pro, P-R-O. You want to go check it out. The guy is impressive. 
And if you are in need of any of his services, I just would love for you to head over there and uh, let him do well by you. He is just uniquely creative and very personable to work with. So when you get a chance, go check out his stuff, if for nothing else, just to check it out. And when our book comes out, well, it's his book, but I'm the voices. Um, when our book comes out, I'll make sure that you know, uh, it will be a delight to return with Brian and talk about that. But I am going to say a warm-hearted bye for now to you. You've been with us for a good bit today and I thank you so much and it just feels very satisfying. So I will look forward to being with you next week. Please, Brian told me to say this, okay? So (laughs) uh, please, if you do uh, like this, podcast, share this podcast, subscribe to this podcast. And Brian told me that when you comment and you do all those other things, it helps my ratings. I love this for myself, but I also am hoping that I am doing this for others as well. And it would be nice to see that uh, recognized in the podcast world in some way, shape, or form. So I will leave it at that. Thank you so much. Until we meet again, this is the Terry Summers Podcast. Ta-ta.